We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for February 8th, 2016. The next report, and we're, we're switching gears here pretty majorly, uh, and this is just mind-blowing, mind-blowing information. Murdered holistic doctors discovered cancer cure. Uh, they discovered a cancer-causing enzyme being added to all vaccines. So apparently the holistic doctors who were all being killed in Florida had, and again, it wasn't just Florida, there were other ones, but maybe the ones in Florida specifically were the ones associated with this, had found out via their research that the Nagalase enzyme protein is intentionally being added to popular to the population via vaccines. Now, I just did a study not too long ago where we almost unequivocally are proving that particularly the flu shots are contaminated and maybe not every batch but a lot of them are contaminated with microchips okay whether it's a microchip at the end of the needle in end stage processing or whether it's not microchip dust like you know has been available for decades at this point <coughs> excuse me um so we've got the microchip issue we've got all of the other issues we've covered on vaccines and now we now there's a a enzyme they've discovered that's being intentionally added to, and I remember I've said this many times, like who only God knows what's all in these things. Well, now we're discovering, yes, there's some other chemical in there um, that's being intentionally added to them. Nagalase, it's called Nagalase, stops vitamin D from binding to what is known as GC protein. This completely strips a human being's body of one of its main natural abilities to kill cancer cells. Nagalase is a protein that's also created by all cancer cells. Uh, this protein is also found in very high concentrations in autistic children. Well, they're the ones that have the highest vaccination rates typically. Okay, And they're putting it in our vaccines on purpose this prevents the body from utilizing vit the vitamin d necessary to fight cancer and prevent autism nagalese disables the immune system essentially it's also known to cause type 2 diabetes so basically they weren't killing these doctors because they had found a cure to cancer or were successfully treating autism they're killing them because these doctors have been researching and had the evidence that the vaccines they're injecting in our children with all uh, with uh, injecting our children with are causing our current cancer and autism crisis and i will say this i'm not going to say cancer and autism are 100 percent vaccination that's the only there's there's a lot of different ways they're trying to kill us there's a lot of different things that cause the gmo crops alone are causing autism okay i yes i 100 believe the vaccinations are the main main cause of autism 100 but the GMO crops, I've went over that research lately as well. Um, they're predicting that by 2025, it's like one in two children are going to have autism with with the way things are going with the GMO crops because of what GMOs do. Now, you compound that with what the vaccines are doing. You compound that with what the fluoride and all of the and the, and the chlorine and the uh, all the other things that they're doing with the water supply and the food systems and on the GMO and then the factory farming and all that. So you, you compound that with what they're doing with the chemtrails, with the aluminum and the and the and the barium and the ethylene di dioxide and um, all the stuff that's actually in the chemtrails. Okay, it's a big um, satanic, uh, multifaceted effort to dumb us down, 
to annihilate our immune system, to cause cancer, and to kill us. Okay, so it, it's I'm not going to just go and say, oh, it's just this. No, there's, there's, there's a lot of other things. Okay, but yes, this is one of the main things from what I'm seeing. Um, going further, it says, and that, and that it's obviously being done knowingly and on purpose. The doctors they killed in Florida have been collaborating and were getting ready to go public with this information. Depopulation 101 is add poison to vaccines. Make it law that all children must be injected to attend school and these will be slow kill methods. Evidently, they think that they're being fair with their survival of the fittest type mentality. Only the best genes can survive. These people have no souls. Ted Brower breaks this uh, info down about Nagalase in the clip that we're going to hear. The clip is short uh, from his July 25th Hagman and Hagman interview. It's a must listen. Ted Brower broke it on the Hagman and Hagman report. And it took them a whole hour just to get him on air because the three-hour show was brought down. And every line they tried to keep using kept disconnecting. And then their servers were brought down. They asked a bunch of people to pray against the attack, and they finally got him on a second line. And so a full hour into the show, they were finally back on air and connected to Dr. Brower. And the first thing he said is, I am in no way suicidal. In other words, he was saying, if they kill me, just understand they did it. I'm not suicidal. And I would say that about myself, too. <clears throat> he was getting super nervous holding on to this info, afraid he'd be taken out Hastings style before he got a chance to say it publicly. So listen to the short clip of him breaking the story. It's a 19-minute clip, but the most important info I heard is in the first 10 minutes. It is definitely some of the most important news I've ever heard. I, I, I agree. I mean, this is, this is I mean, huge. Uh, this needs to go viral, so I'm going to go ahead and play this now. At growerhealthmasters.com, an issue with... Uh, doctors in florida succumbing um under mysterious circumstances oh but it's not on the major media no one cares about it and uh one of our good friends dr ted brewer is in that class our special guest tonight mr ted brewer after an hour after an hour's worth of technical difficulties we are back up back up running ted uh i apologize for that uh that hour stolen from us but let's get right to it um those people know ted brewer ted brewer healthmasters.com ted fire away. Thanks, Doug. I'm sure you're as uh, happy to be back on as I am right now. I don't like breaking well, news stories like this and then not have them break because of the controversial nature of the information. So I want to read a disclaimer before we get started on this. Uh, tonight's presentation is for alternative news sources only. Uh, these are my opinions or the opinions of the articles and the research papers that I'm going to read to you guys tonight. Now, one of the conditions that Dr. Russell Blaylock talks about that occurs immediately after immunization, especially with a DPT shot, is what's called an encephalitic. Now, so what you're going to hear kind of him jump from one point to another a little bit disjointed, and that's because they're just hitting the high points of the interview. So this is like clips all strung together. The, the full interview, um, I'm sure you could find it online or whatever, but the full, the, the full interview is available. Extreme. And what happens with that, Doug, is you give this little baby, like at the 18 months, his second or third round of booster shots, and what happens is this cytokine storm hits the body because it can't use vitamin D anymore, and it causes the brain to swell. And this little child starts screaming for hours and hours and hours with its back arched in its bed. It happens all the time. 
And when you call most doctors who give them the, to give these children these shots, they say, oh, that's normal. That will go away tomorrow. That's called an encephalitic scream from swelling of the brain, and the brain is pressed. I don't believe these doctors are going to be innocent when they get to hell of this. Like, oh, I, I did it in ignorance. No, you turned, you turned your, your back. You, you, you didn't want to know. You didn't want to buck the system. You saw this stuff was happening, and you didn't do anything about it. You'll be responsible for that. ...against the skull. Now, this is crazy. I mean, this is absolutely crazy. This is actually going on. And so it's what he's saying, that when you increase the vitamin D levels, that all of these different symptoms end up going away. I am not making any claims concerning GCMAF. I have never sold GC. So it sounds like in that particular case, if you had a vaccine, a child that was in a cytokine storm and was going through one of these basically almost like seizure-like events where they're arching their back, they're screaming in agony, that if you could get some vitamin D into them at that point, it would be a remedy. I'm not saying it's a cure. I'm saying it's a remedy to this problem, evidently. It sounds like. And I'm going to go over the vitamin D stuff at the end of the uh, end of the teaching. GCMAF. I don't even know where to buy GCMAF. I have never used GCMAF. It is not available from any source that I know. And the only company that I know that was making it in Europe has been shut down last month when these doctors started to die. Oh, so now, the... So, so the one source of this GCMAF, which I believe is the is the is one of the remedies to this Nagalase, the the only the only uh, source of it, which was in Europe, that's been shut down. That company because they they want death, they want hell, they want evil on this planet. And now all the, all the doctors that were researching that that were going to go public, they're all dead. Coincidentally enough, on what happened here in the last few weeks in the last month. Several alternative doctors here in Florida have died. They have died mysteriously, and nobody really understands why they died. It was either linked to suicide or to uh, heart attacks and just finding them dead in cars. And all of these doctors that have died in Florida apparently were interlocked through Dr. Gonzalez and Dr. Bradstreet. And what they were doing is they were doing extensive research on autism and what was causing autism. Now, I want you guys to get a sheet of paper and pencil because the information I'm about to give you right now is extremely controversial and a bunch of people have exited the planet who are working with it. This information has been around for a while. They knew the information they were working with and they were basically being very, very careful supposedly and some of them were being accused of having used GCMAF, and the Food and Drug Administration apparently raided several of their offices several weeks before they committed suicide or suddenly died. So they raided their offices, they got whatever stock they had, they killed them, and then they shut down the only source of it on the planet in Europe. Now, let me share something with you very quickly on what this is. And this, when I, and it's going to be, it's going to sound complicated, but I'm going to break this down super, super easy for everybody listening tonight. When you first hear these terms, they're going to sound weird to you, but we're not going to make them weird. We're going to make them very easy. GC protein is a protein in the body that is used by macrophages in the body, and what it does, macrophages in the body are the ones that kill cancer cells. They basically stop cytokine storms and can be involved in cytokine storms. We'll explain what all these terms mean in a few minutes. 
the GC protein in the body adds vitamin D to it. Doug, how many times have I told the listening audience you have to take vitamin D every single day? That's super important. Oh. And we've got another bunch of notes, too. We're going to talk about the other ways that they're doing things to us to reduce the population of the planet. Now, what's interesting about this is, remember, GC protein, it gets vitamin D added to it, and the GC protein becomes what's called GCMAF. This GCMAF protein is human immune system enzyme protein, also known as vitamin D binding. So the GC protein, when it's at, when you add in the vitamin D, and this is a D3, he's not being specific here, but it will be D3, which is the active form you would need, okay? That would form the GCMAF molecule that it that is is the the whiz bang uh, cure evidently for most cancers for um, would battle autism and would I'm sure would have a profound effect on your immune system. Protein macrophage activating factor. Now, what that simply means is this: this GCMAF is probably the single most effective thing in the immune system to kill cancer cells. And what's happening is the immune system is being compromised by a product called Nagalase. It's an enzyme slash protein, and it's made by cancer cells and viruses <clears throat> causing immunodeficiency syndromes. It's also been linked to autism and a host of other problems we're going to talk about tonight. Now, what ends up happening is this. When this GC protein cannot be converted to the GCMAF protein, the entire immune system is compromised. What these doctors found was this. And that conversion is dependent upon vitamin D3. That this Nagalase protein enzyme, they felt, was being introduced into the body either virally or directly through immunizations. <clears throat> This is the protein power. This is the enzyme protein that destroys the immune system. I'm going to repeat this. Apparently, since these guys are dead and I can't talk to them, they have found that the Nagalase enzyme protein that was made by cancer cells and viruses, which causes immunodeficiency, is being added through the immunizations, either through viruses or through the immunization itself, being given Nagalase. And I guarantee it's not on the label. So like I said, only God knows the true extent of all the stuff that's being put in the vaccines. The label's bad enough. The label's horrific enough. It's typically an absolute witch's brew of death. Okay, but it's what you're not seeing on the label that could be the worst part of the vaccines. This is such incredibly damning information to the entire medical profession and the <clears throat> immunological profession and those folks that are producing immunizations that apparently they didn't want these guys around. Now, I'm not saying what happened to these guys. I'm just saying they're not on this planet anymore. So what ends up happening is this. The GC protein cannot attach itself to vitamin D because of the nagalase. When that happens, the nagalase becomes the agent that causes the cancer. Now, let's talk about nagalase for a second. Now, we know the nagalase is being found in super high concentrations 
and autistic children. And what they're saying is that the Nagalese protein, this viral protein, was not in these children at childbirth, but it's being introduced. And again, I've told these reports over and over, you look at autistic children, most of the time they become autistic in a very short period of time. Sometimes it's like within a, all of a sudden they're just, they're autistic. They get vaccinated, they're autistic an hour later. They get vaccinated, they have seizures on the elevator ride down, going to the parking lot. They're never the same. They get vaccinated within one month, they're autistic. There's whole support groups for people out there that have autistic children due to vaccinations. It is the number one main cause for vaccination for, for autism by far. The autism rates during even the early 80s were, were uh, I mean, so low compared to what they are now. It has risen exponentially, and it's risen on the exact same level as they've introduced more and more vaccines to be given. Okay, so it's been, whenever they release more vaccines you have to take, autism rates rise more and more and more. They want to create a whole society of basically brain-damaged uh, human beings. And autism is one of the main ways they're pursuing this. Deuced somehow into these children they felt during the immunization process. Now again, I wasn't involved in their research. I haven't seen the, the double-blind clinical studies. I'm going to read you some information on Nagalese. Nagalese is a protein made by all cancer cells and viruses. Its former official name is, now this is a long name, is alpha and acetyl galactose minidase. But let's just call it Nagalase for this tonight. Now, Nagalase causes immunodeficiency. It was being found in children being diagnosed with autism in high concentration. Nagalase blocks the production of the GCMAF, which is the vitamin D binding to the GC protein. And thus, it prevents the immune system from doing its job. Without an active immune system, cancer and viral infections can grow unchecked. As an extremely sensitive marker for all cancer, Nagalase provides a powerful system for early detection. Serial Nagalase testing provides a reliable and accurate method for tracking the results of any therapeutic regime for cancer, AIDS, or other chronic infections. This is an article from a book from Dr. Tim Smith, MD. He goes on to say, and this is super important, now guys, listen to me on this. He says that Nagalase is like a stealth bomber. The Nagalase enzyme synthesized in a release from cancer cells or a virus particle pinpoints the GCMAF protein facilities on the surface of your TMB lymphocytes, this is part of your immune system, and simply wipes them out with an incredibly precise bomb, is what he says. How precise? He says, let me put it this way. Nagalase locates and attacks one specific two-electron bond located at only at the 420th amino acid position on a huge protein molecule, one of tens of thousands of proteins, each containing millions of electrons. This is like selectively taking out a park bench in a major city from 6,000 miles away. More astonishing, if that is possible, Nagalase never misses its target. There is no collateral damage. So in other words, this is being done with a very specific intent and purpose to create more cancer, to create more autism. It's being done by design, on purpose, pre-planned. As you already know, 
GCMAF is a cell signaling glycoprotein that talks to the macrophages, enabling them to rapidly find, attack, and kill viruses and cancer cells. By activating these macrophages, this GCMAF protein triggers a cascade that activates the entire immune system. When you block the production of this protein, Doug, this nagalase brings all of this wonderful anti-cancer, antiviral immune activity to a screeching halt, allowing cancer and infections to spread. These doctors apparently felt that this nagalase was being introduced via immunizations, either viral or through nagalase itself, being directly injected into the children who were developing autism, who had very high nagalase at the very beginning of the autistic cycle, immediately after the immunizations. So what they're saying is there's a smoking gun here with nagalase in the compromised immune system. The GM, the GCMAF for the treatment of cancer, this is another article and this is by David Noakes, and this is, uh, this, is, this is called GCMAF. It's available online for the treatment of cancer, autism, inflammation, viral, and bacterial disease. And what it says, human GCMAF, otherwise known as the vitamin D binding protein macrophage, which is the macrophage, which is like a vacuum cleaner that kills up cancer cells in the body, holds great promise in the treating of various illness, including cancer, autism, chronic fatigue, and possibly Parkinson's. Since 1990, 59 research papers have been published on this GCMAF. 20 of these are pertaining to treatment of cancer. 46 of these can be accessed online. GCMAF is a vital part of our immune system, which does not work without it, and it is part of the blood. When you, when you, when you put this other product, this nagalase, into the blood, it cannot produce GCMAF. Let me say that again. And so it's been shown to help such neurological diseases as Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, rheumatoid arthritis, inflammatory conditions, and diabetic retinopathy. In the case of Dr. Autism, the, I'm sorry, in the case of autism, Dr. James Bradstreet has so far treated 1,100 patients with GCMAF with an 85% response rate, Doug. This is supposed to be impossible. His his results show that a bell curve response with 15% of the patients showing total eradication of the symptoms. Fifth well, no wonder they killed him. And they killed him just oh, oh, not too far away from me. Chimney Rock. He was fishing. Vacationing from, I think he was in Georgia. I think he's practicing in Georgia. Maybe he was in Florida. I don't know. But he was, he was fishing, um, I believe, on some creek or whatever, Chimney Rock. I could probably get to Chimney Rock, probably an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half. And they killed him. They said it was a suicide, right when all this was getting ready to come out. He had done all this. No wonder they killed him and all these other doctors, these devils. 15% of the autistic patients that he tested were no longer autistic. They had total eradication of the symptoms when they reintroduced GCMAF, which had been blocked by this nagalase. However, now he goes on to say, in addition, experimental and clinical... See, they were getting this megadose of nagalase from the vaccines themselves. And um, if there was any, obviously, for cancer, it would produce, or if you had a really bad viral infection, it would produce the nagalase. So they were finding that if you injected this GCMAF in there, which is kind of like a byproduct of the GC protein and, and, a, and a, a vitamin D3, then you could still overcome high levels of nagalase, you could still overcome cancer, you could still overcome autism, because you were getting 
a, a external dosage of this GCMAF, which would not be produced in the body if your body had a high level of nagalase. Okay, but they were finding if you could introduce it from an external source, I don't know if they were ejecting or how they were getting it in, probably ejections, you could overcome all of that. And that's why he had such a high success rate. Evidence confirms that GCMAF shows multiple powerful anti-cancer effects that have significant therapeutic impact on most tumors. In other words, they're, he's, they're saying here it reduces, they're saying it cures breast, prostate, kidney cancers. GCMF is created in the body by the release, release of two sugar molecules from a GC protein molecule. However, tumors release an enzyme called nagalase. Nagalase degrades this protein to the point where it cannot no longer attach with vitamin D. So what's happening is this nagalase is being introduced into the body somehow, and these doctors were saying it was through immunizations. In conclusion, the GCMAF restores the energetic balance in the cell. Cancer cells driven by sugar metabolism become healthy oxygen-driven cells, so tumor cells no longer behave as a parasitic organism. The GCMAF stimulates microphages to consume the cancer cells and cells invaded by the viruses. This stimulation of the immune system and the anti antiogenic effect surrounding the tumor is beneficial in the cancer and several neurological orders such as autism, chronic fatigue, Parkinson's, and Alzheimer's. And then so he so goes on to say that it's available to the general public, which it no longer is. The laboratory producing it in Europe has been shut down. At the same time, these doctors supposedly left the planet. This is another article by Kent Heckel, Hecken Lively, and it says Dr. Bradstreet, Nagalase and the viral issue in autism. He says in this article he wrote, in the past months, Dr. Bradstreet has become interested in nagalase, which he describes as an enzyme produced by cancer cells and viruses. He thinks it unlikely that children with autism have undiagnosed cancers and thus suspicion falls into the viral ideology. Dr. Bradstreet writes, viruses make the nagalase enzyme as part of their attachment proteins. It serves to get the virus into the cell and also decreases the body's immune reaction to the virus, thereby increasing the odds of survival. He goes on the right. It is quite reasonable and likely that the nature of the immune dysfunction and, sub, and, and, the, and the frequently observed autoimmune problems in autism are mediated by persistent unresolved viral infections. He claims to have tested approximately 400 children with autism for the viral marker, Nagalase, and found nearly that 80% have significantly elevated levels. He hopes to publish this article and these, this information soon. And of course, we know he's not going to do that because he has left the planet. He goes on to go. He goes on to say that. that this, I'm going I'm to keep reading, and then I'm going to. Then we're going to do some other stuff. Because I, I want to get this information out. This is this is a straight article, and it's from the role of type D to the vitamin D and type two diabetes. The role of vitamin D and type two diabetes. Now, I, now you say, what does this have to do with autism? Listen to what it says. In recent years, researchers have linked low level of vitamin D levels to insulin resistance and diabetes. Overcoming insulin resistance in particular could be the way to head off type 2 diabetes before it sets in. Right now, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence to suggest that giving people vitamin D may help them with their insulin resistance. The researchers on this article are Meredith Hawkins, MD, and Pretty Kishore. She goes on to say, this is super important, that these macrophages, these vacuum cleaners of the immune system, are specialized immune cells that attack invaders, and researchers now think may have a secondary function as a cleanup crew. 
which fat cells get too large, they die, and macrophages move to eliminate the dead tissue. That, Kishwar says, may be why the cells are overrepresented in fatty tissue and why inflammation, a sign that macrophages are at work, is often more severe in people who are overweight or obese. I'm tying this diabetes right now. Everybody listen to me. For people with diabetes, the latest research suggests that macrophage activity can have an added drawback. Macrophages at work produce chemicals called cytokines. The cytokines are what cause inflammation. They serve as signal to other. They serve as a signal carriers to other parts of the body. They can compare insulin action in the liver and muscle. Higher cytokines mean more insulin resistance, a key factor in type two diabetes. Now, what also happens is this: things called what's called a cytokine storm. When these macrophages don't get sufficient quantities of vitamin D, they start releasing huge amounts of cytokines. So when you're giving a person these different chemicals in their diet, this nagalase, you can't get the vitamin D to attach to the macrophage. And when that happens, the macrophages induce what's called a cytokine storm in which huge amounts of these signals, chemically messages are sent out to the body causing massive inflammation. This is what killed almost everybody in the Spanish flu in 1918. There was a cytokine storm in their body and their lungs filled with fluid from the cytokine storm. It was because there wasn't sufficient quantities of D3 to stop the macrophages from doing this. And that was caused by the vaccines. I don't even think he says that, but I, I did, again, I did a whole, the 16-city tour on this, 14-city, tour on that specific subject, avian flu killer of millions, proving from first-hand accounts that it was the vaccines that were causing the deaths Hale and Hardy one day, dying of the Black Death the next day. And the only ones it happened to were the ones that were vaccinated. Because evidently they put a little too much nagalase in the enzymes back, or in the vaccines back then. They, didn't, they weren't as refined and they were literally dropping dead in one to two days, these people. From these cytokine storms. Wow. These chemicals that are now being found by these doctors were basically, they say, put into the body to prevent the attachment of vitamin D to the macrophage, which causes all of these problems, including type 2 diabetes and cytokine storms. They go on to say, Kishore is working on a way to turn down the activity of microphages in the body to help stop the cytokine storm. After noticing that macrophages have special receptors for vitamin D, Kishore decided to look at whether vitamin D deficiency might be making macrophages more active, contributing to insulin resistance and inflammation and cytokine storms. When you have less vitamin D, the macrophages are in a more active state, Kishore says. We believe that when you give people vitamin D, these inflammatory actions will be reduced. Also, when you inhibit vitamin D from attaching itself to the macrophage, you cause what's called a cytokine production in phosphatase, which massively increases inflammation in the cardiovascular system, leading to cardiovascular disease and atherosclerotic placking. So what I'm saying is that when you give this chemical into your body, this nagalase, it causes atherosclerotic placking, heart disease, and diabetes. And it causes you to die from these diseases much younger than you normally would. Okay, so I think that, yeah, that's the end of that particular part of the, the clip there.
So we're going to go right to the next video clip <clears throat> uh, where the last one left off. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> this continues to explain why they're doing what they're doing and they're intentionally attacking our immune system. So let's go ahead and uh, play this one. Here's how they're depopulating the planet. What we've learned is this. If a country can maintain a constant population, it can feed its people most of the time. That's number one. If it doesn't have to, if it, if it can't maintain a proper population balance, it has to resort to war and resource acquisition by attacking other countries. This has been going on since the beginning of time to feed its people. If a country, if every country on the planet stabilized their population and could feed their own people, we, peace could be maintained. We'd probably have no war. I, I don't agree with that whatsoever. I, I think that's the, the one statement he makes that is totally untrue. Okay? The devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He is not interested in peace or maintaining populations because, you know, he has enough food to feed them. Those may be concerns on some level, but the bottom line is the Illuminati, the people that are at the head of this, Satan, his fallen angels, we're created in God's image, they want to wipe us out to the man, okay? Total eradication off the planet would be the ultimate goal. So I don't believe the last statement he said. I, I just couldn't not say anything with that one. But it, it's not like it discredits him or his information. That's his opinion. But I don't think he's really looking at the big biblical picture there. The problem is right now, Doug, we have 100 million people being born and added to the, to the planet every single year. And the globalists in the United Nations have looked and said, hey, we can't allow this. We've got to cull the population. That's why they're going after our immune system. Remember now, if we have this condition right now with all of this nagalase in our bloodstream now from all these immunizations that we've been getting, if they introduce an H1N1 bird vaccine or Ebola or whatever, our immune systems wouldn't work efficiently against that. They'd have a much higher kill rate. So let's go back to this. We look back to ancient Rome and we wonder what the gladiators and we, we wondered how the Roman society could have been so cruel or how Hitler or Stalin killed tens of millions of their own people. But modern society is just as cruel, if not more cruel. The new world order of today has marked mankind for slaughter. Their stated goals are to bring the population of the planet down to 500 million. Using the excuse of managing the global population, massive death programs are underway. We are all victims of the of this, this covert depopulation policy that seeks to reduce the population to a sustainable level of, again, 500 million. The primary methods that are being used are chemical... But then, again, once we got there, it'd be, it'd be 250 million, and then, and then it'd be 100 million, and then it'd be, you know, whatever. Okay, so it's never... The, the point is, is it's never going to be enough for Satan. The population centers. It's never going to be low enough. ...and biological agents. We just discussed that to undermine human fertility, sexuality, and immune systems, as well as a variety of psychosocial and economic methods to divert the family unit. The method used to control population growth has been dictated by growth rate in the, life, in the, in the existing infrastructures in the developing countries. In other words, if you're going to fluoridate the water, you can't do it in a country that doesn't have water treatment systems. You can't. You can't put fluoride in water that, doesn't, that, that you're pumping out of a well with a thousand little wells everywhere else. These methods have either been imposed by force or have been adopted willingly by the nation states and their leadership. This is what's happened to us in the United States. They have willingly done this to us. They know what they're doing, and they started it way back in the 40s when they introduced fluoride into the water supply. 
China has been using the one-child policy. India has used covert sterilization techniques. The U.S. and NATO countries have relied primarily on chemical sterilization and have done this either covertly and they've also impaired the immune system. Fluoridation is being used to make the masses sterile and infertile. This was first used in the Nazi concentration camps. The concentration camps had to find a drug, a chemical, that would make the inmates servile and infertile. And they knew they, could get the, they couldn't get the inmates to take pills because they would spit them out. So they poisoned the water with fluoride. First attempt method of choice, it started in 1946. And it was either through tap water, through table salt or milk, depending on the country being poisoned. Remember, Harvard says that when you, when you ingest fluoride on a continual basis, that you have up to a 20-point drop in IQ scores. It's particularly true in children who are being given formula, which contains fluoride, because the water they're mixing it with contains fluoride. It's gotten so bad now that even the government has come in and reduced the fluoride standards by 50%. A few wealthy nations of northern Europe who don't fluoridate their water, Doug, they use free dental plans to make sure that everyone gets a good dose of topical fluoride on a regular basis. This poison has been given to you under the lie that it prevents tooth decay. It does not. This is a complete and total lie. It is rat poison, period. That's all it is. Water fluoridation is over, it's over to one billion people now in the modern world, and it can only be used in modern infrastructures with special treatment water plants. Now, the next thing they do in Latin America and then throughout the Caribbean is they, don't, they're not, they, they can't go in there with water treatment systems like that and do this, so they use salt fluoridation. Most people don't know this. They actually add fluoride to salt, and what that allows it to do is it allows it to be bound to the salt. They shake the fluoride directly on their food, and again, it's to use to create a, a servile and infertile population. Now, this is very insidious because, again, everybody needs salt and everybody needs water, and they know that. A few years ago, I remember I was traveling out in Utah, Doug, and I remember I was over the Great Salt Lake, and I was shocked at all of the drying ponds and how many drying ponds and the amount of chemtrails that were being sprayed, dumping aluminum into the salt. Now, remember this. If the aluminum is being added to the salt because the salt basically is being completely contaminated by the chemtrails, which contain aluminum, and then they're mixing fluoride in with the salt, and then we get a, then they're dumping glyphosate on all of our food. This is like a toxic trifecta. One billion pounds of glyphosate or Roundup is being used annually. One billion pounds. Now, fluoride is also used as insecticides. Now, everybody listen to me. There's an insecticide called cryolite. They use it on veggies and grapes. It's also in wine. It is a super poisonous product that uses fluoride to kill insects, and they spray it on your vegetables. That's why you've got to eat, you got to eat clean, you got to eat organic. Then they use another one. It's called sulfuryl fluoride. They put it on beans and grains, and it's been linked to drops in IQ. Also, let's not forget the toothpaste and the dental doctors who basically continue to give you fluoride treatments, and also dental mouthwashes that contain fluoride, and the dentists who refuse to read the latest Harvard research. Also, a lot of the white strips that are available that people use to whiten their teeth, they contain fluoride. So we have this continual bombardment of fluoride in our diets, which has been linked to IQ scores, sterility, and infertility. Almost every major city now, Doug, contains scores and scores of fertility clinics. And the reason for that is the baby boomers are having a difficult time. Well, we're past prime age now, but our children are having a difficult time in getting pregnant because they've been given so many of these drugs and so many of these chemicals in their diet. And this is all being done on purpose. Now we have the Zika virus that we talked about in the last health corner, 
where everybody's going to be afraid to even get pregnant or not everybody but in the in the in the regions where that's prevalent you know so that's another way that they're going after the 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 population growth uh aspect of things is now the zika virus too now to close the loop on the folks who say no to water fluoride by drinking bottled water starting in, in around 1980 that you know bpa has been used in all plastic bottles in almost almost all classes some of it some of it's coming out now this is bestenol a and they replace glass bottles and this is another fertility depressing chemical bpa bestenol a is a xenoestrogen men men's sperm counts are now down by as much as 90 percent there's two types of these plastics there's polycarbonates which use are bpa plastics like water bottles and there's epoxy resins that are used on the inside of cans. Now, I'm going I'm to shake you up in a second because all organic canned goods still have epoxy resins made with bestenol A. So if you're buying organic vegetables in a can, you're still getting a huge dose of BPA from the can. BPA is ingested when it leaches into the bottled water and food that we carry. Almost everyone in the world, almost every can in the world is lined with epoxy resins loaded with BPA. Chronic exposure plus most organic frozen veggies are in BPA bags. In other words, you get frozen vegetables, they are in plastic bags that contain BPA. Most organic cans contain BPA. So folks who are using and buying more expensive organic canned goods and plastics are spending extra money and being poisoned by this xenoestrogen compound. Now, there are some organic manufacturers who don't use BPA in their cans or plastic bags. I'm going to give you those right now that we know of. There's probably more. These are the ones that we personally use. But we buy organic food. We buy it from Amy's, from Farmer's Market, from Eden, from Field Day, and from Wolfgang Puck. They don't use BPA liners in their cans. They don't use plastic bags for their vegetables or for their foods. Okay, now remember, BPA is being specifically targeted. It was put back into the food supply through the cans back in the 40s and 50s as liners because they used to not have liners in the cans. And what BPA does when you give it to a woman and she's eating canned foods, et cetera, or drinking out of plastic bottles, it massively increases her estrogen content if she's pregnant. And when that happens, if she's pregnant with a little boy, the sexual differentiation occurs after the first trimester, and the little boy's uh, the ovaries become testicles, et cetera, et cetera, because of testosterone being produced from her ovaries and adrenal glands. If you give the woman exogenous estrogens when she's pregnant, what ends up happening is the ovary simply cannot produce enough testosterone, the adrenal glands cannot produce enough testosterone, and that little boy becomes feminized. He goes from a right, left-brain male to a right-brain-dominated female brain. And so he becomes very, very feminized. He has tremendous gender confusion. And this is happening all of the time in the United States right now. Now, let me re- now that point that he just mentioned... And I haven't said a ton about this, but it almost seems like there is a literal epidemic slash takeover of feminized um, teenagers slash young men in particular in today's day and age. I mean an unbelievably increasingly disproportionate amount of feminized men. who may not even have that inclination had they had any kind of normal hormones. Now, I understand there's a demonic component with the whole homosexuality. Obviously, there is. 
Okay, I'm not discounting that, but I'm saying what leads, what, what initially established that feminization was a physiological thing in many cases. Granted, I know that when you, um, and I've cited these statistics before, that most uh, gay or, or men or lesbians and these types of things were, were many, many times raped by a same-sex relative at an early age and then that allows the demonic component to enter in but now this is a whole other aspect to the whole gay lesbian bisexual transgender uh thing and this is from a physiological standpoint that is happening that is all by design i've covered the bpa issue before he actually added some things in there i hadn't really even known about or covered in full just key in bpa in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Um, so drinking out of the plastic bottles and, and, and uh, uh, the bottled water in particular is, is one of the main ways. Anything that comes in plastic, uh, particularly liquids, um, you're go- and then now the canned goods uh, also are, are one of the main. Now, a lot of the, um, I've seen this more and more when you buy organic on the canned goods, some of the companies are coming flat out and saying this is a non-BPA line can. And that's what I would absolutely recommend. Going with those companies that, that he had recommended as well. Um, Amy's, Farmer's Market, Eden, Wolfgang Pock, and there was one other one. I forgot to get it down there. I'm, I'll probably reverse this when I'm done and get that last company. Not to say they're, they're the only ones, but again, if you're if you're demanding this from the manufacturers also... There's more likelihood they're going to start implementing it. If, if they're not making a GMO wheat, but yet they're advertising that it's natural, then call them and say, you know, listen, are, is this is this GMO? And if they can't give you any kind of definitive answer, you know, okay, well, you, you need to start doing this, or I'm not going to buy your product, okay, it's the bottom line, I'm not going to buy something that's potentially GMO. There's a lot of vagueness about that as well. So, again, they're trying to kill us about a million different ways here. And this is just one of the one of the ways they're trying to kill us. But the but the explosion of feminized teenagers and I'm sure adolescents and men now is off the scale. I mean off the scale. I mean this I grew up like in the eighties and the nineties. This was not the case back then. You know, like in my high school, I had, I don't know, 130 in my class. And there was probably three or four, maybe, that were openly gay. Now it's like, you know, depending on where you go, depending on what, I don't know, social strata you're dealing with. I don't even know what the percentages are. But we're literally creating a modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah, which is, again, all by design, sure, 100%. I mean, a a legion of feminized men aren't going to probably be the best ones to battle the New World Order, um, obviously, or get saved, or take any kind of real godly stance. Even if they know right from wrong, you know, they're probably not going to be the best ones to, you know... (laughs) I mean, Satan's doing this for a reason. He does not want godly men with testosterone in their system to have any say in what's coming down the pike. He, 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 he does not want a, a viable army of Christian men to fight this. He wants an army of feminized, you know, men 
basically that you know are, are <laughs> they're not going to be god's warriors put it that way it's not going to happen ultimately and so i just wanted to throw that in just more of this this feminization using canned food is aimed primarily at the urban and rural poor who are more likely to eat canned soups getting more of their share of fertility reducing agents since the population lobby wants eugenics or better genes they feel a greater reduction of the poor is a desired outcome. Remember, this goes right back to Darwin with his origin of the species, all the way to Margaret Sanger, all the way to Hitler, all the way to the New World Order, all the way to the UN. Next, the spraying of aluminum oxide from GMO engineering, which we've already mentioned, or another form of population control. We are, we are literally being sprayed like bugs. I, I also believe that Morgellons disease is something else that is coming from these chemtrails that they are spraying on us. And what Morgellons disease is, you can look it up online, is you have these fibers that start working their way out of your body that cause all these infection sites and sores all over your body. And they've tried to analyze these fibers, and they're saying they're almost like from an alien origin. They don't know what they are. But they do know one thing. When these fibers are exposed to a certain sound frequency, they start growing and replicating. So that's kind of scary because the entire planet now is surrounded by satellite, which can emit certain frequency levels, which could probably make these more gel and stuff start growing if they wanted it to. So I don't know if they're going to be using that for the protocol for the United for, for helping to kill people or not. I don't know. That's again speculation on mine. But remember, the, the, back in the '90s, I remember Doug, we had a uh, we had a problem with called the Mediterranean fruit fly here in the United States, and the Mediterranean fruit fly was attacking the orange groves. And they started spraying us with DC-3s filled with malathion. This is a nerve agent, okay? It's an unbelievably poisonous insecticide. And they started spraying us with these planes all over Polk County, all over Central Florida, until it was finally stopped by a court order out of Tallahassee. So they don't care if they spray us like bugs. They don't care. It doesn't make any difference to them. That's what they will do. The spraying of aluminum has unintended consequences. They're actually, pretty, these are probably intended consequences. I can remember as a young child in southwest Florida, and he's in Polk County. Polk County's more central, uh, mid-central Florida. Uh, and um, I remember I had an associate pastor, a friend of mine, he always called himself a Polk County redneck. Anyway, um, and, but in Fort Myers, I can remember as a little child, and it just, it just kind of this memory came back in, literally 6 o'clock in the morning, having DC-10s flying over the house in like, uh, I think it was Cape Coral. And I guess when I lived in North Fort Myers, I mean, literally like, you know, it's, it felt like treetop level. I mean, it was like really low. Spraying, and I'm pretty sure it was like this malathion. And, and it, was, it was for supposedly mosquito control. And I mean... The amount of pesticides I was exposed to in my life, I mean, I can't even imagine. I, I worked in a lawn service in the summers with my grandparents. I've told that story before, and I was always spraying Roundup. And, I, you know, you can always remember the wind kicking up and it blowing back on you and getting on your skin and getting in your lungs and you breathing it in. And, and I'm, I'm sure there was more things I was doing the malathion, or, or uh, I probably was doing malathion and um, Roundup for sure remember Roundup in particular, maybe Malathion for that. I mean, so I, I've been, I personally, I've been exposed to a ton of this, these pesticides he's in reference to. And so I, I know I have a pretty good idea, but you know, but boy, those DC-10s flying over at like treetop level, six o'clock in the morning, talk about a wake-up call. And you know, you think it's like World War Three, and you come out of a sound sleep and then it's just enveloping 
in this smell and you would smell it you know if, if you had your windows open at all especially but even with the windows closed you'd smell it it poisons the air it poisons the water and it poisons the land make the growing of heirloom seeds literally impossible that's why monsanto now has the entire line of seeds that are aluminum resistant seeds this is forcing many farmers globally out of business, which allows the agri-giants, again, to buy their land, controlled by the big banking communities, again, the Sabatane, Frankist, Kabbalist, Luciferian, Rothschilds, okay? And they are breaking the back of organic farming all around the world because they're polluting the land so much. Now, primarily, these chemtrails, these, this geoengineering is only being used in NATO countries because, of these, because they have to have air rights to fly over. This is causing many, many corporations to buy aluminum-resistant GMO seeds, when basically, which is basically another form of insecticide. These insecticide genes uh, that, are, that are put into this corn and this cotton and these soybeans, it really, really makes the plant kind of a poison. And what happens is when these bees are coming to pollinate it, they're poisoned by the plants because they're, they're basically insecticides. Remember, aluminum particulates combined with the fluoride that greatly increases fluoride toxicity, and it greatly reduces the human and it greatly reduces the human body's toxicity threshold level. In other words, aluminum, when you combine it with fluoride, is much more toxic than just fluoride by itself. So together, they are a deadly combination. Let's say, for instance, you want to go down to municipality and they're using uh, they're using recycled water and they've got to clear it up or they're pulling it out of a river or a stream and it's got a lot of debris and stuff floating in it. When the municipality does this, they add what's called, uh, they, they add aluminum uh, sulfate to it. It's also called alum. And what happens is this clears up the water. It's a clarification agent. So what they do is they clear up the water with aluminum first. Then they add the fluoride to the aluminum by adding the fluoride to the water later. So you're getting a deadly dose of fluoride and aluminum in the water. A test was done using aluminum fluoride in the 90s to see what would happen to mice who were given both aluminum fluoride. The problem was that 80% of the rats that were tested in the study died before the end of the study from aluminum fluoride toxicity. There's a synergistic effect and that takes place when these elements are combined. This finding was made part of the Federal Registry in December the 4th, 2004. I'm going to read you a news release that was released in 1998 that nobody knows about. Nobody realizes it even happened. This is, the, this is a news release, April 22nd, 1998. You can look it up online from the Medical Journal Brain Research, Volume 784, 1998. And here's what it said. It revealed that aluminum-induced neural degeneration in rats, this is uh, Alzheimer's basically in rats, is greatly enhanced when the animals were given low doses of fluoride in combination with the aluminum. The presence of fluoride enhanced the bioavailability of the aluminum causing more aluminum to cross the blood-brain barrier and become deposited in the brain. The aluminum levels in the brain were twice that of the control group. And guess what? Again, aluminum sulfate, alum, is added to almost all of our drinking water to clarify the water, and then the water is fluoridated. Can, can, you, can you believe this stuff, Doug? I mean, I hate just to, you know, just to do a monologue on the show like this. That's, that's what they're doing to us. They're literally poisoning us, putting aluminum in the water first, and then they dump a big load of fluoride in the water. And when they do this, it allows them to massively increase the amount of aluminum that's being put into the brain. What we need to realize is this, is that we've got to stop getting aluminum contamination on our bodies. Now, if you, can, if you combine all of this stuff together, the stuff they're putting in the immunizations, these viral implications, all of this stuff with all the aluminum, they're intentionally, Doug, 
trying to popul- depopulate the planet. And the problem is they're not killing us fast enough because of the growth rate, so they're doing more and more and more to do it, more and more uh, different ways of killing us. So what they do is they come in now with immunizations that are tainted. Now, we know already they did this through the World Health Organization with the smallpox vaccines that were tainted along with the blood transfusions back in the 70s with the AIDS virus. And we know that there's a specific targeting gene inside of the AIDS virus that directly attacks black Americans. We know that. It's like it was directly intended to kill black people. The problem is, Doug, that what happened with these black folks, and they didn't understand this, is that they were reproducing at such high levels in Africa that they continued to reproduce even if they had AIDS, and they were having four and five children before they died of AIDS in their, mid, in their middle 20s. And all these children have been left now running all over Africa. I saw them all over Nairobi who have no parents. And so it wasn't effective enough. So now they went back in, according to Dr. Francis Boyle, and we, he, was re, he was interviewed on Alex Jones last year about the Ebola thing, and he said the boys out of Fort Detrick apparently have gotten involved, and they're trying to tweak the Ebola vaccine. And what they were saying over there in Sierra Leone is that the people that were getting the Ebola vaccine were the ones that were coming down with Ebola, in which thousands and thousands and thousands of people died. Which is the way it always is, typically. And I, Like I said, going all the way back to the Spanish flu in 1918, 1919, they were the ones dying the ones vaccinated. So this has always been their agenda. And so finally these guys in these villages got so mad at the Red Cross, they were going in and stoning them and killing these aid workers because everybody who was getting these immunizations seemed to be dying of Ebola. So even the folks in Africa, these third world countries that are totally uneducated, started to realize that these people were being killed by the immunizations that were being tested on them back a year and a half ago. See, we need to understand something here. They don't care. These Sabatane, Frankens, Kabbalist bankers that run the planet, they don't look at you or me as a human being, Doug. They don't do that. They see us as animals. They see us as soulless creatures. They don't care if they kill us or stamp us out or eradicate us. They don't care because it's all about right. profit of these guys and obeying their master Lucifer. That's all they care about. Exactly. Yeah, you're exactly correct. I started to realize the extent of the depravity of this whole situation. And I'm, I'm using this word very, very clearly, the extent of the depravity. I mean, these people are literally hell-bent on killing us. They really, really don't care. They want to depopulate this planet no matter what it takes. Here's how... Okay, so that's that's the, the clip there. I'm, I'm running out of time here, so I'm going to cover this last part very quickly. All, obviously, and I've said this before, sunlight is the best way to get vitamin D3 the active form of vitamin D into the body, sunlight, okay, um, hitting your skin, okay, it has to hit the skin in order for it to work, you can't um, obviously be called covered, this is a big reason why there's such a big push for the demonization of the sun and sunscreens, which would effectively shut down all your vitamin D3 production, now obviously it's not good to get burned either, and obviously during the winter it's not as practical and this is why people suffer from more depression during the winter because their D3 levels are low, their pineal gland is affected and it can cause uh, depression. So, um, you know, not everybody's going to be able to have their own like tanning bed, which is which would be a way to stimulate that, you know. But um, that is probably, the, no, that is the best way to get the vitamin D3, but in today's day and age it's not always is convenient either. Um I sell a vitamin D3 of food state, meaning it's derived from food, which I, I believe is, is the best way to get our vitamins. It's the way God intended it. It's not from a synthetic um, version from a laboratory, okay? 
Um, the vitamin D, vitamin D that's commonly sold, and he made no delineation of this, and I don't know why, is, is typically vitamin D2. It's a synthetic. It's manufactured in a laboratory. It's not near as good as the D3. It's the active form. It's what your body needs, okay? Um, the innate response formula, it, at this point, it only comes in a 2,000 and a 5,000 international unit. Uh, they're the D3 products they sell, the whole food ones. They, they used to have a kid's vitamin D and a 1,000 international unit. Now I only have 2,000 and 5,000, but I've got some other options, okay, regarding that. Anyway, I just give you the information on that. And so the ones I have now are the D3 2,000 from an 8 and the D3 5,000, which is the best value from an 8. And uh, for most adults... Well, anywhere from a 5,000 to a 2,000. It would depend. You can get your D3 levels checked. If they're low, I would, I would say you want to go on at least a one per day on the 5,000 IU, maybe even more until your levels are good, like two or three a day until they're good. Um, also, I'm just I'm bringing this into my line right now, and it's, it's a, I've already got it in my line. I've been selling the, uh, the food, uh, whole food source gummies for the children, for the... Um, omega-3s for the probiotics and for the multivitamins. I'm going to now bring in, they have one called the Body Boost Vitamin D3. It's a gummy, okay? And um, it's it's not just for children, but it would be for adults if they needed it. 60-count uh, bottles, I think, uh, I think there's like, let me just look at the label here. One gummy has... A thousand international units, so you're actually getting a pretty good dose, especially for a child. So that would be a really good way if, if the child couldn't swallow pills and this type of thing to get some really good whole food vitamin D3 into their system. Okay, so I got the um, the D3 2000 90 tablets, and then the D3 5000, which is a uh, 60 capsules, and I give you I give you the all the stuff about them here. I give you a little uh, thing in the PDF on page eight or nine. Uh, the description it kind of goes into them. It gives you the label there, and then and then the new one I'm bringing in the Nature Dynamics Body Boost Vitamin D360 Count the gummies, um, and it actually is it's a it's a vitamin D3 gummy made from lichen, a plant, and it's a natural source of of a vegan vitamin D3, um, and so I, I you know. I keep finding out more things, how important vitamin D is. And this doctor just took it to a whole other level regarding, especially he was talking about with Nagalase and, and how the, the vitamin D3 influences the macrophages and how it influences that GC protein and how that has this profound effect on your immune system and it's anti-cancer and it's antiviral and these types of things. So, um, this is a, the vitamin D3 is a plant-based one called VitaShine, a plant-based vitamin D3 made of lichen, which is a natural source of vegan D3. So they really, these gummies, I'll tell you what, I'm really impressed with them. I mean, it's um, organic, it's soy-free, it's vegan, it's non-GMO, there's no pesticides or herbicides, it's you know, good manufacturing practice approved, it's soy-free, it's kosher, it's the whole nine yards. It's got all these certifications. So all of those are like that. Now, I, um, that that uh, that's something that, that's just good to know. Now, um, looking at my time here, I'm totally out of time here, um, or just about. 
Vitamin D3 utilization um, depends on vitamin A, K, and magnesium. I've got into this before, okay? So you could, um, what you always want to do is a base for every single protocol you do, whether it's detox, whether it's whatever. You need to be on a good whole food multivitamin, multimineral as your base because if you're just doing the D and you're missing all the other cofactors that make the D work, the D's not going to do very well, okay? So um, I've went... I have the uh, women's one a day 60 count, the women's over 40 one a day 60 count, the, um, and I've brought it in the Nature's Dynamic Body Boost women's gummy 60 count. So I've got that in now too. It's a gummy. Um, and then I have the men's one a day iron free, men's one a day over 40 iron free, and then the men's body boost multi gummy um, 60 count. Um, there's also a one daily 90 count, which is just like a regular uh, general multivitamin that if you wanted to just have one thing for the whole family. It's just not as specific as the other ones. And then I have the baby and me trimester one and two, bionate, whole food for prenatal, and then the baby and me trimester three and post prenatal. All of this information is in the PDF. And then um, I also have the Nature Dynamic Gummy for the children, which is their multivitamin gummy. So... Um, that's all, really all the time that I've got for today. Um, there's one other thing I really wanted to cover, but I don't think I'm going to have enough time to get it in here. So I'll try to cover that next week. And, um, cause I, I don't want it to get cut off. I, I have upload sizes I have to adhere to, or they won't let me upload these. So anyway, uh, I'll go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly father, we do thank you for this day, this time you've given us. And I just pray, God, you bless my listeners, the body of Christ, Lord. I pray you would strengthen us for the days and times to come, the battles ahead. I do pray, God, you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed as we forgive those that have sinned against us, that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer, that, and that you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults, that they would not have dominion over us. I do pray, Lord God, that you use us mightily to expose the works of darkness, Lord God, and that we would not be ignorant of Satan's devices, Lord God, and that we would not be destroyed for lack of knowledge, and that you would use us mightily, Lord God, to help educate other people and to help fight this new world order devil system that's, that's coming at us, Lord. And we ask all these things in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen.